Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, 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 and welcome everyone to episode three of Now or Nevers. I am Billy Nevers. And I am Mariana Carford. Yes! <laughs> I am joined for this week's episode with my dear, dear, dear friend, Mariana. She is a 2021 grad from the Erdang mm-hmm. Academy. She is a bit of a TikTok sensation. I try. She, <laughs> you try. She is, you know, she runs a vintage pop-up show. She's just the star, I and mean, we'll get into that in this episode how are you mariana i'm okay you know times are hard but honestly we're pushing through we're being creative lately um and that's the key we're living our best life living the best life and that is what we want to hear i mean (laughs) how you've been coping with because i know you live by yourself how have you been coping with all of that listen i've i've been cuddling with my cat a lot i've been enjoying like simple things in life going on my 10,000 steps a day, yes. you know, getting some fresh air, um, and enjoying my support bubble, you know, the friends that I get to see. Like, yeah. I mean, that is a thing, that is a thing with, you know, when you live by yourself, like, you can, you can see friends, and you can, like, mm-hmm. with, and, and that's so important to have a support bubble, um, if you are living by yourself, and if you are able to have that, um, you know, that is so important for everyone's well-being and mental health to... Yeah. I would not to, know how I would do it without... Yeah, no, yeah. 100%. Um, is there anything you've been watching? What have you been doing? What have you been watching oh, on the telly? Any God. series? Because I'm telling you, I've been obsessed. If anyone is watching Married at First Sight Australia, <laughs> I am obsessed with it. I mean, it is... Have you been watching it? No, I haven't. Well, you need to get on that. <laughs> Channel 4, it is literally one of the best things I've ever watched. Mm. It is like... so they get married that the first time they ever meet is at their wedding day right all right and so they've never seen each other they don't know each other's names nothing <laughs> and they turn around and they get married boom, right there and then oh, no. and then they get have to live together and then there's like there's about 12 couples i think and mm-hmm. then they every week have a dinner party and like a confession thing where they all t- chat about their relationships <laughs> with like relationship like geniuses Gurus. and it is 
hilarious. There's one girl, I'm not going to spoil, but one girl is an icon. She's trying to steal people's husbands. <laughs> she's out here doing a madness. She's keeping her options yeah, open. You know what I mean? You know? Married at first sight, she's gone, I've seen you all once, I'm going to take some of you. She, it's the first sight of every single man in the world. <laughs> <laughs> that's, she, that's her. She's making sure she is, you know, she is taking her man. She's winning this competition. No, but what have you been watching? And have you been... I've been, I've been watching everything Netflix. Yeah. I've been watching, I mean, Bridgerton. The rest of the world. You know what? I Every... haven't watched it. I haven't really? watched it. I no. Know. Okay, right, right, right. Yeah, everyone, you need to watch Bridgerton. If not for the plot, for the man. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've been told, I've been told to watch Bridgerton and everyone has told me to watch Bridgerton. I might give it do. a go. Yeah, I might give do. it a go. I might give it a go. But no, you are... Like I said, a 2021 grad. I am. From earning you a third year. I mean, hopefully. Yeah, I oh, mean, you know. oh, you will be. You will be. And everyone will know, Mariana. She is this big ball of fun. Like, everything. that She just radiates. <laughs> she just radiates energy. And that is that is someone, especially during training, and especially mm. during a time like this, you need people like you that are, oh, phone. I'm so uh, sorry. Don't you, put myself on don't you worry about that. Don't you worry about a thing. <laughs> Oh, we're singing today on the podcast. Um, no, we need people like you. Like everyone needs people like you to um, to have just as a nice like. Even if that is in college or outside of college, mm-hmm. everyone needs a Mariana in their life. Um, Thank you. Yeah, you just need. Um, but no, how has your experience been like with training in musical theatre? Like, how is that? Mm-hmm. How have you enjoyed that? How have you? Um, what have you taken from that? Now you're in your final year. How have mm-hmm. you, you know, seen the growth in yourself or changed as a person? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. tell me all. Well, I, I mean, first of all, I did a foundation course at Trinity before doing yeah. my BA at the Erdang Academy, which I am now at. Um, I, it's really weird. I think when you train, the more you train in musical theater, the more it kind of hits you that it's becoming your job. Mm-hmm. less than a hobby. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of, I mean, including myself, but I think one of the hardest parts of training in musical theater is changing your mindset to you got to do what you got to do mm-hmm. as opposed to rainbows and sunshine. I love yeah. singing and dancing. Mm-hmm. It's And when you audition... A lot of schools kind of sell you that, that you're going to go in and you're going to have so much fun and you're yeah. going to make so much friends. And like, yeah, you do. That's, and you, but you make these friends and you make these amazing memories because you work hard. Yeah. Like hard. And your time is eaten up. Your life is eaten up. But you're doing that along with a lot of amazing people. Mm-hmm. And you get to kind of experience that together. So, yeah, I mean, my experience has been up and down, so up and down. Um, I, when I did my foundation, I loved every second of it. Well, it was a bit of a weird year for me. The foundation, anyone who's, people from my foundation are probably listening to this. And like, <laughs> they will understand like for reasons, I'm not going to mention this podcast, but our foundation course was so close. Right. Um, and very intense. And then... I came to Erdang my first year. I hated it. Really? I hated Erdang. I 
I felt like, um, well, first of all, I didn't have a, a lot of like close friends. Mm-hmm. I saw a lot of people being praised by teachers and by like the entity of Erdang that weren't necessarily nice people. Right. And like people that just spread kindness. Mm-hmm. And they seemed to be the people that were being benefiting off of it exactly right and the those were all like it seemed as if the people that were the least friendly and like giving and were also the peoples that like the teachers love the best and the head of school would promote and all of that right so i felt a bit like am i the only one thinking this like i yeah. i was sitting in the corner and thinking i'm just gonna let it happen i'm gonna let these three years i'm just gonna work 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 i don't need friends yeah. I don't need a support system. I have friends yeah. outside of school and that was my headspace. Well, you're there to work. You're there to train. You're there to you're, train. You are there to train and that is the reason why you're there. And I think some people get caught in that. Some people get caught in that, uh, you know, social aspect of drama mm-hmm. school and forget that really at the end of it, you're all going out into an industry it where doesn't matter. You, have, you know, you've had to have trained hard. You've mm-hmm. had to have trained hard. But no, that's really interesting that you said that like, because I, I found that I find that that you know some people that uh, when you're training there is a sort of hierarchy within just mm-hmm. naturally people get praised and that sort of gets you that sort of starts a reflection on you and you start to think about why am I not that person mm-hmm. that is getting this opportunity or that or and but no I think the key to what you said there was that radiating kindness and working hard and staying in your own lane is the key to success it does. within training. It is like, at the end of the day, kindness is rewarded. Mm-hmm. Isn't that a song? Kindness is rewarded. Yeah. <laughs> kindness <laughs> is rewarded. <laughs> Listen. But, uh, yeah, in the second year, I found my people. Yes. Turns out we were all thinking... We're all thinking what we were thinking. <laughs> we were all thinking we're the all same thing. We all seeing what we were seeing. We all thought <laughs> what we thought. And you know... Like, <laughs> And we just thought, oh, let's stick together. You and like, knew. you know, we you found our people. On that experience. We did, and I think it was very liberating for anyone who was in that second year group, you know. Um, and we just, and I think that resulted in our success as well. Just to think, oh, you know what? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, it. At the end of the day, if you know in your heart that you are being the kind of person that brings light in a room there's no other way to say it then you will be rewarded yeah that was my success moment (laughs) well yeah you will be rewarded and that is such a good thing to say when you are and i think from working and from you know being pushed into the industry quite Mm -hmm. unexpectedly uh the thing that i took from it was i could differentiate the people that were that were in the room radiating a positive energy and radiating a Mm -hmm. different type of energy that wasn't as nice um and the success may not come within that, um, you know, within that environment that you're in at that point. Mm. Uh, but the success and the and the reward of having that kind of attitude will come in other aspects of things. And I think kindness and positivity, you know, is the key to a positive outcome of your Period. being. Period. On this earth, you know what I mean? Period. I mean, I don't think that there's a smile or, uh, 
you know, a nice comment, what is that doing that is taking anything off of you? Mm-hmm. It's just adding on to someone mm-hmm. else, which I mean, why would you not want to do that? And at the end of the day, success and happiness will come to you if you radiate that positivity. That thing I got taught exactly. in primary school, treat people the way you want to be treated. <sighs> You know, you know. Actually, I always think, for the people at the back. I always think that I got told that in mm-hmm. primary school. I got told that in primary school. Treat people the way you want to be treated, and that genuinely might be one of the best pieces of advice that has stuck with me forever. Because listen, I think that is so true. Mm-hmm. I, I listen. I'm not a religious person in any way, but when I tell you I believe in karma mm-hmm. and in energy, yes, I, believe I believe in karma. In karma. Yeah. Like, I believe that if you, yeah, that everything you put out there will come back to you. Comes back to you. Yeah. And that's why Good or I bad. Don't, don't get pressed on the people that do you dirty. Because <laughs> <laughs> the world will do yeah. them dirty in the end. Because karma. <laughs> karma is on your side, baby. Yeah. Karma if you feel like you've got no one, you got karma. That's for you've sure. You've got your girl. You've got karma. Girl karma. <laughs> you got karma. She, will, she will help you through. Karmax no. and karma. <laughs> Carmex and karma. You best believe I'm a Vaseline boy. I'm a Vaseline boy. I'm all about the Vaseline. Are you a Carmex or a Vaseline? I'm either. Now I've grown and I'm like, I, I have this like Swiss, I don't know, this yeah. cream. I, you just got what you got. You just got what you need. Got what, anything that's going to make those lips. <laughs> anything, you know. Those lips can't, can't be having those dry lips up in here. No. Especially not on Now or Nevers. We don't, we don't no. fuck with dry lips up on Now None or Nevers. None of the people on this show have no. had we don't fuck with dry lips on now or nevers. That's what I'm saying. Dry ashy elbows and knees either. We don't do that. Um, no, that is amazing. And I think that almost rounds off that drama school chat mm-hmm. really nicely that the whole experience is, you know, dependent on you and the energy mm-hmm. that you put out, which is really, really, really wonderful. Uh, but right, let's go back a few years. You are originally, you lived in France. I am French. You are French. I am French. What an incredible, incredible story I'm about to hear. <laughs> this is really, this is really interesting because I'm on this show, right? But me and Billy are quite new friends. Yes. Like I feel like the other people that people that you've had on your show, you've worked with or you've been friends for I've quite a while. I've had time to hear all their stories. This is literally me. Billy and I are are quite new friends. We just naturally vibe, and so so <laughs> here I'm here, we are. ready, like with you listeners. I am. <laughs> <laughs> learning more and more about Mariana. So I'm excited to hear this story. So what was it? What was that change? What was the deciding moment where you thought London town? Okay, this is, I have an amazing story for you. I'm excited. This is how little Mariana decided that she wanted to do musical theater. Um, we went to this camp with my brother. Hi, Jeremy, if you're listening to this. Hi, Jeremy. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> um, we went to this camp. It was in the middle of England uh, and basically the way that the camp worked was you had like outings and activities and depending on how much your parents would pay it would determine your outings and activities that you would do every day right right, right. now we had the, the like middle range <laughs> the middle the range middle range price right? bracket we <laughs> And we were supposed to go with my brother to the aquarium for a day. Like it was like, it was like field trip day. We were supposed to go to the aquarium. Um, But we got switched with another pair of brother and sister. And we got put on the wrong bus. 
no one realized. And we ended up going on the field trip that was a day in London finished with a West End show. By accident. By accident. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. By accident. <laughs> By accident. And I ended up seeing Oliver Twist on the West End. Oh my I had God. no idea what a musical like I I knew what like Grease was and like high school musical, but I didn't I've never seen like a musical. And in France, like musicals are nothing. Like it, really like they exist, but it's quite a small industry. Right, okay. And so I'm here watching Oliver falling asleep halfway through because I'm like, what, <laughs> six? No, I'm not six. Wait, that's a lie. I'm like mm, ten, nine. I'm right, nine. Okay. And um yeah, I fell asleep at the end. I couldn't tell you what would happen, but I, I don't remember... think I could tell you either. I definitely saw it, and I was not here for it. But um, yeah, but I saw. <laughs> I definitely saw that. Like, I mean, no shade to the production yeah, of no Oliver shade. Twist. Uh, I'm, West sure, End. I'm sure it was cute, it but it was it was probably amazing. I was, was just not, too young to appreciate yeah, it. Was, it was not for me when I was younger. That's for sure. But I remember seeing those little kids on stage and thinking, "Oh, I want to do that." Yeah, like I want to do that. And since we would go to summer camps every summer, then. I basically, I went home from that summer camp and I told my mom, Mom, I had this amazing life-changing experience. Like, these kids are dancing, singing, and acting on stage at the same time. I was like, mind blown. Yeah. Um, and then from then on, the next summer, I went to a camp called Beauville Arts. If Claire from Beauville Arts or Jonathan from Beauville Arts are listening to this, they Hello, are like... Claire and Jonathan. Truly like a second family. They're amazing, oh, amazing, amazing people. And they have a... British camp, but in France, that does, basically the concept is kids come and in a week, they build a set, learn a musical, and then put on a musical. Oh, wow. And I've gone to that summer camp ever since, like since I was 10 and then I've worked there as like like looking over kids now, I'm like qualified to do that. Um, So I've literally just stuck with them ever since. And that's how I got, that's how I met Kali Lewis, who worked at Erdang, worked at Bird, and she was my reference for schools when I like oh, did the yeah, whole you yeah, cast yeah, yeah, thingamabob. Yeah. Like that's how all these people. That's how I I got here basically is yeah. through that. Yeah. Wow. There you go. Wow. We. It was all. Fa- and sometimes I think to myself, I might be a dolphin trainer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I had just gone to the fucking aquarium. <laughs> If I'd got on the right <laughs> fucking bus, if I would have got on the right bus, I could have been out here that giving you sea life, giving you something like that. <laughs> wow. No, but that is amazing that it happened by chance. So, I mean, I'm sorry, but main character yeah, energy. That, that, is, that is main character energy. Yeah. That is like... Wow. Wow. What an interesting story. I've never genuinely heard a story. When people say they do musical theatre, it's always like, oh, yeah, I saw this show or like blah, blah, blah. Mm. But like the last two, you and Idris have both had stories that by chance yeah. you were in the right place at the right time. Yeah. Um, Which is so amazing. And I think... I mean, I wish I had that story. I was just, I just just got taken to see Hairspray. So that was a bit, but I mean, no, that is an amazing story. And wow, by accident, you know, works in mysterious ways. Um, No, right. So the topic of today, we're going to talk about many topics today because Mariana is very knowledged up on a load of shit. (laughs) Uh, On a load of shit. But, um, (laughs) Today, we, she 
has a TikTok following. She has a TikTok. A, t- a small TikTok. A sm- she has a little TikTok village. A, m- a modest TikTok following. <laughs> a modest TikTok <laughs> following. What should, where can they find you on TikTok? At Mariana Coffer, like literally all the letters. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I'll put it down in, you know, in the description a little bit that you can read uh, because she puts out some great content and she's a very good content creator of on Instagram, which will also mm-hmm. be down below. She, over Christmas, was giving you <laughs> iconic Christmas photo shoots. I, I popped off. Yeah. Like, she- I really, really, I really said, rump up a pum Like, I am... <laughs> Mary. Rump of a palm. <laughs> oh, holy night. The stars are brightly shining. That's, this, that is, she, she is putting out content like there's no tomorrow. She is on, on, on her shit. Um, but over on her TikTok, you, I remember seeing there was a, you had a bit of a scandal. A bit of a, a bit of a call out moment. I, I did, I did, I did. You I did. called out a brand I did on TikTok brand. and it went a bit viral, no, the video. It, it went, it went, it went quite big. It went quite big. You called out a brand for what? I'll let you say, I'll let well, you say. Uh, this was how the cookie crumbled. Um, they, there's this brand, very popular, seen on the Jenners and Emma Chamberlain. Right. Right. A very indie, newcoming brand. Um, sustainable as well so really truly at the start a brand that was like you know something i would truly support mm-hmm. um they came out but their size range for their clothing was from extra extra itty bitty to itty bitty right <laughs> so- it went from itty bitty itty bitty <laughs> to itty bitty to itty bitty <laughs> And that's it. And um, they posted on their story a mini version of their dress, like a mini, like, like doll size, posting how cute it was. And I commented because this brand, mind you, at this point, I was not the first comment of people saying, oh, that would be great if I could like wear your clothes. Right. I commented, this is not what the people were saying when they asked for size inclusivity. She went there. And... She did that. And a, and a little tiddly tot decided that it was her moment to open her mouth. And she responded something along the lines of, if you want to fit in the clothing, just work for it. Nope. Which is a comment I, I mean, nope. we could talk about days about how fat phobic and fat phobia altogether. I mm-hmm. mean, we're on this podcast to talk about yeah, things. We so. talk about everything over here on Now and Never. No filter. This. Let rip. Is a, fa- well. For the people who don't know, this is what we call a fatphobic comment because it completely neglects the fact that not everyone has money to lose weight. It's very hard. Not everyone is in the right mental space to lose weight. Not mm. everyone wants to lose weight. Yeah, it's, we are free to be happy in the body we are in. Anyways, the brand decided to like her comment over mine. Like the comment. Mm-hmm. See, that's where you get So roots. they went scrolling through all the comments on their post. They saw mine. And they saw the hers. Comment. And like that comment. And that really hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> and that really hurt me. So I explained the situation on TikTok and it kind of blew off. And the brand proceeded to deny it, which of course, <laughs> this day and age, everyone has the screenshots. Receipts. <laughs> you <laughs> screenshots. have the receipts. You have so, the receipts. 
Um, so yeah, and that they were working on expanding their size range, which they have on about five items on their shop. They are now going up to a size 16. Um, for reference, Primark goes up to a size 20. Wow. Uh, or 22. Um, and that's only on, I think, a few of their most popular items. They're coming out with new collections, still with the same old size range. <sighs> See, I just think, like, how can you call yourself a clothing brand? I just don't understand can, it anymore. How can you actually say that you're you're creating clothes for humans to wear mm-hmm. and you are tailoring to a fake vision I, of a human? I just don't... I feel like these days a lot of people are like... Or when people talk about the lack of size inclusivity in brands, a lot of the response is, but it costs so much money. But it... Da, da, da. But this reason, that reason, the material, or even brands that... I'm sorry, that I cannot stand. When brands come up with a shirt, sizes S to L are one price and an XL is more expensive. Why? Mm-hmm. Why is that difference not here between S and L? If yeah. you can make it between an L and an XL. And at the end of the day, this is my conclusion. You can argue with it or not, but new brands that are coming into the market, you know, they put up a budget to create a brand. Some people put in their budget that it should be size inclusive. Some people do not. But at the end of the day, if you are going to choose to not consider a whole part of the population, that is phobia. When you come up with a new brand in your, you know, you have that much money for packaging, that much money for production, that much money for your social media, everything. Well, there should be money to make your brand exclusive. And I don't want to hear that new brands can do it. There are so many small, sustainable businesses making things for everyone. And it's never a question. It genuinely baffles me. It baffles me because surely if you're opening your brand up to be an inclusive brand you're going to attract a wider audience, which then equals in more sales. Surely that's what that means. The the demand is there. (laughs) If you choose not to do it... That's your loss. It's your loss, and you are choosing to discriminate against people. Yeah. These kinds of people. You're putting yourself in a position to discriminate against a group of people, which that baffles me that that group of people can assist you that could especially new brands that are mm-hmm. up and coming if you're allowing yourself to be inclusive that gives you a wider range of people supporting your brand mm-hmm. why would you ever 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 decide make the conscious effort and decision to not include well, a group of people i can actually tell you why bella oh, do you want tell to me why so? and tell the people why it's because a lot of brands depend on a image that i think is going to be very outdated in the next few years. But a lot of brands still rely on that image of basically skinny people wear our clothing. Models wear our clothing. Influencers wear our clothing. Well, skinny influencers. Um, Therefore, if you want to be cool and skinny like them, wear our clothing. 
you should alter yourself in order to come to us as uh-huh. opposed to the other way around. Uh-huh. This is the entire business model of Brandy Melville. And yes, I will shout them out because that brand is probably... Is that the place where like one size fits all? Exactly. Right. Okay. Do you know that, fun fact, when the head of Brandy Melville was asked about this topic, they responded with, well, if you're of a bigger size, you can still come into Brandy Melville and buy earrings or buy a purse. So everyone can find things in our store. It's just that if you're skinny... And the worst part, it they use. Did you know that their models are usually like preteens, but they market them as teenagers, so that basically they'll put an eleven-year-old, twelve-year-old on their posters, and tell fifteen, sixteen-year-olds that that's how they should look. But their bodies are changing, and they're you know growing into it is, adults. It is genuinely. It's crazy mental and it is genuinely brainwashing people and i think this takes mm-hmm. us on to the topic of like instagram and like mm-hmm. how v- the images people put out and the perception of themselves that really in is a fake uh is a fake version of themselves especially with brands and especially with what people look mm-hmm. like you see perfection on these things mm-hmm. and you see even in like you know even in like the plus size ranges that things like asos have asos plus they're mm-hmm. not that's not plus size that, that that's that, that that's that, that's not that's not that, that yeah. that's that's not that and we can't label that that because of a fake idea that we mm-hmm. have of what everyone looks like because why is there even a plus size range when you could just include those people in, in, the, the, in, in, original the, in the original range. range. Why do we have to segregate uh, from a normal... Really, I think about this all the time. Do you know what I mean, though? Do you know what I mean? And you feel... Because I've done it. I've I've been a person where you... Where I've thought, especially in places like, um, like ASOS or very mm-hmm. online shopping places, I find myself sometimes uh, in the plus size section of of the shop and thinking why like why Why? do i feel this way that i'm having to go out Mm -hmm. of my way to label myself something Mm -hmm. when really just include me in the damn sizing of everyone Mm -hmm. like why do you have to make the decision to go i don't fit into this so i have to go to an Mm -hmm. external page to the bullshit and can i say as well like something that also like we're not really talking about a minority mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. One third of the population is quote unquote in the overweight bracket. And a lot of plus size brands start their plus sizing at 16, 18 mm-hmm. UK. 16 is the average size of a UK woman. So why, why? <laughs> I, yeah, I mean. It is. It literally is baffling. And I think if you have anything else you want to say on this topic, please feel free to either message me or Mariana. Mariana is the person to go to. As you've heard, she's got the facts, the receipts, and the stats to back up every single point. Um, but also email nowandnevers2021 at gmail.com if you want to send in any kind of, you know, your own feelings on this, anything like that. Um, I'll come back. Yeah, she'll come back. <laughs> and I think... And I think there's there's so many things that um, that I've had such an amazing response from you guys listening on 
my last episodes and what we've spoken about. Mm-hmm. And I think keep them coming, keep opening up about, you know, your experiences of what we talk about. Make sure I want this place to this, you know, hub of whatever you want to call this, of your listening journey, wherever you're walking, you're on the train, you're, whatever you're doing, you're running, whatever you're listening to this whilst you're doing. I want this to be a place where you can, you know, just vent. You can mm-hmm. get everyone that's on here is just expressing everything. This is why I say no filter on now or never is because I feel like if we filter what we say, I'm t- I'm adding to the issue of, like we've just said with, you know, size inclusivity, I'm adding to an issue of not allowing people to be. To, yeah. to, to be. And if I filter this podcast, I'm restricting what people can and can't say and what they feel and cannot can't feel. So this place is open for every single person to say whatever the damn fuck they want. Damn and right. I think this is why we want to open it up for you guys to discuss with me also and with Mariana and with any of the previous guests and the guests we are going to have on any topics we discuss. I want you guys to get as much involved as possible. But no, Mariana, that was literally what an amazing conversation that was and what a good topic. Um, I think, I think you are someone that knows their shit and that is the kind of people we need. (laughs) I, I mean, I have to say, I don't like talking smack if I can't back it up. <laughs> yeah, if I can't back it up, I'm not going like to talk smack. I don't like to put myself in danger like that. Yeah, I just yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you can fall into a trap of saying these points and not having the information not to back it up. And that's why I hate cancel culture. Let's just put it out there uh-huh. right now. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. A lot of people say a lot of things. Without the receipts and without this, that, the other. I mind truly, your business. <laughs> yeah, mind your damn business. Um, no, but I do find that such... I had this conversation with Courtney on episode one about, you know, size inclusivity within theatre um, mm-hmm. and the lack of that um, and the lack of, you know, diversity of casting within the size inclusivity mm-hmm. conversation. And I truly do believe that it is... I cannot see how we are going to improve this matter when Mm -hmm. it is sort of, you know, written into life for it to be an issue. Mm -hmm. And I think you see things like, you know, do you remember those programs on uh, TV, like Super Size versus Super Skinny or like all those like, all those weight loss programs. I remember like growing up with that. Like, And now looking back at it and thinking... You you see them things and you're like, they're making people, forcing people to lose this weight. Listen, Mm -hmm. I understand if it is affecting your health or if it is Mm -hmm. this, that, the other, and you want to change, you want Mm -hmm. to change yourself or you want, because we've all been there. We've all been Mm -hmm. at that point where- I'm I'm there right now. And that's what I want to talk to you about, that you are, you know, undergoing this- this I see it on your TikTok because I am a I am a follower of my friend Mariana <laughs> on TikTok. Uh, no, but you've been doing this really cool mm-hmm. like fitness regime, and I've seen yeah. so many people do it. I've done it recently. I've been mm-hmm. out running, doing doing this, that, the other. I think it is so. But I'm not, also I'm not doing that to lose weight, and yeah. I don't think you're doing it for no. that reason either. It's just you know why not feel? Yeah, it's it's about feeling not about feeling healthy yeah. and feeling feeling energized and it's a nice release of endorphins and it's not it, the end goal if I lose weight from it I lose weight from it mm-hmm. but coolio that's the, that's not my primary objective can I uh, can I just say say what you need to say on this topic I 
I think that the idea of weight loss itself is what is wrong with diet culture mm-hmm. and fitness culture. Because I think a lot of people are approaching big diets and like small diets or small changes or big changes in their lives with the mindset that they hate themselves. Mm-hmm. They hate the way they look. They hate the way they feel. So they act upon that. And the the correlation they make is I hate myself when I look in the mirror and I see what I see. Therefore, I need to lose the fat that I see. Or I need to gain the muscle that I don't. Mm-hmm. Right? This is where you go wrong. I truly believe, like, I truly believe that you cannot lose weight and keep it in a healthy manner if you have as goal to change the way you feel about yourself. I think sustainable, a sustainable health journey needs to start with the acceptance of you and how you are mm-hmm. when you are. If you feel bad about yourself and you want to work on yourself, if that is your motivator, that is okay. But you need to be doing the mental work behind it mm-hmm. to love yourself. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you can lose as much weight as you want or gain as many as much muscle as you want. If you didn't love yourself before, you're not going to love yourself afterwards. Mm-hmm. You're still going to look at yourself in the mirror and you're still going to point Nick out Nick. the wrong things. It is healthier, in my opinion, all things considered, to be a thick with two C bitch. Come on! Looking at herself in the mirror and saying, you know what? That's me. That's okay. And I love myself. Yeah. Because you're going to treat yourself better ultimately than the person that may be the fittest person in the world. And that looks at themselves in the mirror and thinks, I hate it. I hate what I see. I think we're all approaching it wrong. I think we need to work on ourselves before having any physical repercussions. Wow. There you go. Wow. Food for thought. Listen, guys, if you want to go back and rewind that, I would suggest. (laughs) I would screen record. I would audio record. I'd make sure that is, you know, everyone listens to that daily because that is the key. The key to any self-love and self-well-being and self-care is finding the mental state for you to be content. Mm -hmm. And I think... You know, a lot of people, they say... They're the, that phrase of like, oh, I'm working on myself. I'm working on myself. I'm doing fitness. I'm working on myself. I'm... Then, baby, love your job. You know? If you're working yeah. on yourself, love your job. It's a pain to work on something that you don't like. Yeah. And if you don't like yourself, it's not going to work. Uh-huh. You're going to be demotivated. If you love your job and you make yourself the the work that you're doing. Do you, do you yes, get me? I fully get you. And I think whilst we're hit, we've just come into a new year. We've come, we're second month in of 2021. You know, when we go, when we're around that December 31st time and everyone's giving me, I'm going to lose this weight. I'm a mm-hmm. blah, 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 New Year's resolution. It's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I've just burped. <laughs> oh God, no filter, no, no filter. Fil- <laughs> well, um, no, I find 
I find also, especially with lockdown, mm-hmm. uh, at the beginning, nearly a year ago, what the fuck? <laughs> nearly a year ago was the first lockdown. I don't want to um, think about that. <laughs> no, I think about it. Um, but I woke up every morning still in bed seeing this person just done this workout. This person's just mm. done this workout. This has done... And you feel as such, this person's working out, I need to do it. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. You can wake up when you want to wake up. Like, we're in a global pandemic. Just because yeah. it's a pandemic does not mean you need to be doing what every left next we man's all, doing. At this moment in time, we all need to give ourselves a break. Yes. I, I, I mean, right. Not comparing this event to any world war, right? But have you ever watched, I don't know, footage of 9-11 and thinking to yourself, well, I hope these people are working out. Like, yeah. I expect from these people that are going through a traumatic time to, Be bettering you know, themselves, making sure that they are fit. and th- 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 That sounds crazy. So why do we expect from us who are going through a global pandemic and... For a lot of people, the biggest change in our lives, like literally the way we live, uh-huh. why are we expecting from ourselves anything, actually? <laughs> yeah, I mean, every day is different in this pandemic. Mm-hmm. Every day is different. You never know what each day is going to bring. The rules could change in the next five seconds. And we cannot expect ourselves to continue to uphold this, you know, false perception of what we need to be doing in this Mm -hmm. pandemic because if i want to sit on my damn sofa and eat cake (laughs) i want to do that i'm gonna do that Mm -hmm. and that is okay yeah yes that is okay like what 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 more do i need to do to prove who am i proving this to who am i trying to prove myself to like Mm -hmm. instagram my followers like what am i actually and i was thinking to myself when i was looking at all these people doing these workouts and stuff i'm thinking i'm not doing this because i want to enjoy it i'm doing this because everyone else is Mm -hmm. doing it i'm trying to jump on this train of looking fit and making sure everyone else thinks that you're staying active i mean i care about all that (laughs) if i want to sit down and you know watch my first sight australia i'm gonna do the damn thing you know what i mean so and honestly right if there's one thing that has started to piss me off a little bit, like a little, a little tiny bit, it's those quotes on Instagram that are like, the only person you should be comparing yourself to is the person you were yesterday. Baby, I'm more depressed today than I was yesterday. <laughs> oh! <laughs> like, what, what do you want from me? I'm doing my best. I'm um, trying. I'm trying. We are trying. <laughs> I don't know, but I think that is actually such a good point that, you know, we are all trying. And the time we are living in is very testing. So everyone out there that is, you know, thriving and surviving, I am so glad that you are, you know, in a good place. Everyone that is struggling, Mm -hmm. anyone that is struggling, you got this. This is a virtual pat on the back. Yeah, you got this. Everyone is struggling in some way, shape, or form. You We're all have going through it. Got this. Even if it doesn't look like it, everyone's going through it. Everyone's going through it. And keep that in mind yeah. when you're talking to people. Yeah. Everyone's going through it. Give each no matter other- what you see on the socials, mm-hmm. everyone is going through it. Let's all give um, each other a break. So, 
Now, a bit more of a light-hearted now we've discussed this. I've got a little game to play with Mariana, right? (laughs) So, Mariana loved... So, Mariana's a listener of my podcast, and she loved my game with Idris, uh, the Disney Channel theme tune game. I mean, I was Um, bopping along every second. They were some absolute bangers, and Idris, if you go back, after after you finish watching this episode, I was crying (laughs) in my bed when I was editing my episode with Idris, because if you go back to when I play him Wizards of Waverly Place. Please (laughs) listen. Please listen to the words that come out of his mouth because he says not one thing that is in (laughs) those lyrics. He said... (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> he was giving you scatty scatty boom dum dum um so i'ma play the game which is what we call the high school musical game because mariana loves the high school musical so one two three you've got the films one two and three um what one's your like what would you say is your film that you are <laughs> is your go-to high school musical film you don't know this but i've literally perfected my argumentation for why high school musical 2 is the superior high school musical so many reasons right well let's before this game we're gonna have a quick debate then all right what for you who is the grand winner so i believe i firmly believe that the one I enjoy watching the most is three. Okay, that is okay. It, yeah, for me, it's the people that say one. I'm like, I can't. Yeah, be. the ones I say. <laughs> we can't. You, yeah, yeah. We no, can't. No. We can't hang. So, but, so let's hear the argument. Let's hear the argument. Right. I mean, number one, right? A little bit of respect for number one. It's there to set the scene. We mm-hmm. need a number one. Okay. Yeah. Now this is why number three is not quite giving me what number two did. Okay. First of all, too many fucking useless characters. What, the British bitch? (laughs) 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 And then they tried to replace Troy and Chad with these itty bitty twiggly kids that, that are giving me like my... 13-year-old me is not feeling the tingle when I'm looking at them, They were definitely signed on for a High School Musical 4 that never happened. (laughs) They were signed on for that. They were. They they gave me nothing. Mm -hmm. I was, you know, at least, like, in High School Musical 2, like, the guy who runs the hotel, like, he has a little bit of shits and gigs, you know? He's he's there, but he's also useful for the plot to go along. Yeah, okay. The characters are not, like, a lot of useless characters. It's the useless characters for me, right? Mm-hmm. Second of all... Very good points. Very good points. I'm missing very much so. In number three, there is no um, Sharpay reboot. As in, there is no song that has a slow, beautiful version that is Sharpay-ified. And that's okay. a little bit of a crime! Okay, because I do... That is this, they do have one in one, and they do, do have, have one, one in two. two. And the one in two is the one that slaps the most. Right? Right. Okay, I'm you're you're swaying me. You're swaying me. And last and foremost, I'm sorry, but Troy is giving up Ivy League to still be really fucking far from Gabriella, who is his high school sweetheart. And y'all, if y'all, if the listeners here have gone from high school to 
life. You know those relationships are not lost. He gave up Ivy League schools mm-hmm. in either basketball or even musical theater, right? Like the big dogs to go to community college for Gabriella, who doesn't give a shit. She was already gone. She, already, she said, mm, I got in early. She packed her bags and she went. And he's like, I'm going to sacrifice my future for this girl who doesn't oh, give a shit. Oh my God. Right. Listen, I, you've swayed me there. <laughs> I think you've pointed out many things that are wrong with these films i do think though however i I mean i will say i think high school musical three has maybe the chad and troy number is probably one of the best numbers Mm -hmm. in high school i was very angry as a child that didn't get the phone call to be the young chad i was (laughs) very angry and they had a boy and they put a wig on him a really shit wig that was a wig i mean watch it back watch it back and you will see the nappy wig that is on this little boy's head. And I said, oh. I've got this hair. Why did you not ring me? Anyways. <laughs> anyways. Um, no. Better. For me, though, you know, every, High School Musical really found that niche and that formula mm-hmm. to trick us. Mm-hmm. Because every damn film is the same plot line. <laughs> every damn film is the same plot line. <laughs> Troy's choosing between singing and basketball. Gabriella gets vexed. She leaves. Yeah. Every damn film. Every, every film. The first one does that. High School Musical 2, she does, does that. that. High School Musical 3, she does that. And Troy is way. still to and fro between basketball and singing. Listen. Sharpay, though, is the best thing about those films. Absolutely. And I would be vexed. I would be vexed if my girl rocked up, was late to the audition, didn't know the material, didn't even rock up at the right time mm-hmm. to the audition with a, with a duet partner mm-hmm. and suddenly gets the part because the teacher was listening from outside the theatre. Yeah, I'm sorry, but Sharpay is out here making her own arrangements, choreo, choreo, outfits, everything. He rocks up <laughs> he rocks up and doesn't Ta- even picks up the sheet music as if he could read it na, 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 na. and they're giving you that outside outside uh, outside what, what song was it what song is oh it? my god uh do, 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 yeah. do, wait uh, it's hard to believe <laughs> that i couldn't see that you were always there beside me <laughs> beautiful it's that it's very that she's outside miss darbus who played cassie in a chorus line in the film by the way mm-hmm. is outside listening and then gives them a call back when they didn't go to the audition not how it works that does not happen in the real world everyone not how it works if you stand outside pineapple studios during <laughs> the hamilton auditions you do not you are, get the part you are not aaron you are not aaron Bursa. <laughs> Just no. cue me in front of the H&M, like, I'll never be satisfied. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so this is what it feels like. <laughs> With the mic. Imagine one of those handheld mics. Out there, out there grinding, mic. grinding, grinding. But here we go. We're going to start this game. Right, 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 right. So we're going to do a few. We're, you're going to have to tell me right. what film it is from mm-hmm. and the title of the song. All right. And if you want to, you can sing along. Oh, I, um, I got this. So... We'll start off with some easy ones. All right, all right, all right. I mean, I'm already on it. Yeah. 
And uh, this is from High School Musical 1. Uh-huh. I the stuff you know. What is that? What's, uh, the, what's the title? Uh, uh, status Quo? Yeah. Stick right. to the status quo, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, we're yeah, on yeah, it, we're yeah, on it, yeah, we're yeah, on yeah. it. You're on it, right, here we go. <laughs> I like to bop this and lock. This and jam and break. This Sometimes is one I absolutely fucking hate. I fucking hate this song, right. but... Come on. I had a doll that did that song. The outside. And there's like Troy's head like blown yeah. up on a yeah. huge poster. Um, oh, my fairy tale. Uh, there was me and you. Yes. High School yes. Musical 1 again. High School Musical 1 again. Right. That was her sad moment. What about this one? High School Musical 3. All I want to do is be with you. Yes, yes. Just want to be with you. That is one of the best songs. That's one of my favorite. Mm-hmm. I have to do all these distractions. Future's coming soon. like you always makes it easy. <laughs> <laughs> my a friend like you. I like you. Right. Here we go. What about this one? I just want to let it play, let it play get it into play. it. Everybody's always talking at me. Everybody's trying to get in my head. Wanna listen? So, uh, this is. Did you ever lose? Husky Musical 2. Wait, yeah, Husky Musical 2. Oh my god, I'm not gonna stop. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not gonna stop till I get you my shot. That. That's a. Oh, bet on it. Bet on it. Oh, bet on it. Bet I knew that. I knew that. Bet on it. Right. Here we go. What about this one? I keep seeing Trisha Paytas do that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> High School Musical 1. Number one song. <laughs> on softradio.com. <laughs> we'll be playing High School Musical. All night. <laughs> <laughs> All night long. What's the song title? Uh, dun, 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 So you got all of them correct. <laughs> and have you watched High School Musical, Musical the series? Have I? Of course. Have you followed the, the drama. drama? Let's discuss the, the driver's drama. license <laughs> drama. <laughs> Let's discuss driver's license drama. Oh, I okay. The T. Right. The T is that she released the song like mm-hmm. apparently about the guy, mm-hmm. right? Who's plays. Someone in the High School Musical Musical no. series about she wrote the song about white boy number five. Yeah, she thousand. wrote the song about the B Tech Zac Efron. <laughs> so she wrote the song about him, and now he's with uh, Sabrina, Sabrina Carpenter. Carpenter. Which we did stand before, you know, she got called out by America's Sweetheart. Yeah, I mean the new gossip. America's, yeah. <laughs> it's gossip. So he 
For anyone that didn't know, the driver's license, you know this song. Oh, everyone knows. Everyone knows driver's license. I got my driver's license last week. Not what? Not you. By the way, um, saw her do it live on what oh, not yes. show. On the Actually, Jimmy Fallon. Right. Okay, right. I was not expecting it. I don't know why I wasn't expecting it. But you know the part where like the song like hits and goes, red light stop. When she's doing it on the piano, she goes, red light stop signs. Like she goes okay. up the octave, and okay. I was like, yeah. "Okay, I need to." She's watch actually, she's, she's I mean, she's insane. She's, she's really, lit. really, really, and talented. she's like seventeen. Um, but so she wrote this drama last week. She wrote that song about my guy Zac Efron two but my girl Sabrina Carpenter. It's about them two because they're now together, right? Well, she mentions. The, a, a new a new bitch and the blonde girl and the blonde girl and the blonde girl is Sabrina Carpenter as the the story goes and this is when it gets interesting because she released a song though Sabrina Carpenter now, see he released a song okay he released a song called Lies 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 the drama <laughs> the drama and then she released a song saying you could do whatever but he's basically I'm getting the day you're not Oh, then, wow. oh, it was literally like, it was... He, you didn't like to get under my, under my, under my skin while he's on mine. Oh. <gasps> she went in on her. She really, she really, yeah. But my girl's like 20 something, right? This Sabrina she's, girl. She's like our age, yeah. She's a bit older. And she's going in on a 17 year old girl. That's where I'm a bit like, I mean, baby girl. Yeah. My girl's just heartbreak. She's, you know, she's got her homework to do and she's, she's heartbreaking out here with her ukulele. Nah. And yeah. you. I've gone in on her. But also, if my girl had got however million hits she's got, cussing me down to the ground, I'd probably try and come back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'd try and come back. Also, le- let us mention, the way that all these songs came one after the other. Really? Think about how long it takes to actually like, produce, put out a song. Like, let, uh, My doubts are that Driver's License, the audio came out. And then people were already like, ooh. Like, the the rumble began and then they were like ah opportunity opportunity sabrina has this song it was supposed to come out at some other point but if we if we you know and he had that song lies, lies, let's lies. all make it happen kind of at the same time let's make this gigiano a, a scheme but the thing that i i'm a big high school musical, musical series fan me too and they're filming right now season two they are and they are co-stars <laughs> so surely that is the most awkward but that's why I'm saying if it's, all, if it's all a publicity stunt, they've got their coins. Then they've all got their coins and they're probably like, oh my God, thank you for, you know. Wow. You know? But that is the drama. That is the teen drama. And that's the drama. No, that is hilarious. And I've actually <laughs> on been. On TMZ. Uh, yeah, on TMZ. <laughs> uh, I love that shit though. I love when oh. people give it like cuss tracks, diss tracks and all that shit. This is like, it, it was truly a Disney Channel diss track. Diss track. She went in, lies, lies, lies and under my skin. The last Disney goes, Channel diss track my, was, um, <laughs> I might be a bus boy. <laughs> There's so much Disney Channel drama though. Like the Cheetah Girls, the Cheetah Girls drama. I just rewatched this Cheetah Girls. They, honestly, right, can I just say, the other day, back on you know that challenge where you put like who would play me in a movie yeah I put that and everyone was just like oh my god you like you should play yourself in a movie no 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 it's because no one fucking looks like me 
I was thinking the last time I saw someone that looked like me on television was Miss Raven Simone mm-hmm. and that girl in High School Musical the Musical the series. We spoke, me and Idris spoke about Raven Simone and how she changed yeah. the game. The Cheetah Girls were like, oh, they were everything. I'm sorry, but. Oh. They were. And the drama now, though, is hilarious. The drama now is hilarious. Keely and Raven just don't get along. And I've beefed mm. for years. And when we're in lockdown, I saw a notification come up on my phone saying Raven Simone is going live with Keely Williams. And I was shook. I did not see that. It was drama, 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 really? drama, drama, drama. Yeah. <gasps> oh my God. All the, all the, all the drama. Um, Meanwhile, I'm here like years later realizing that the girl who played, what, Aqua? She's the one that sings. Sex was spectacular. Yeah, she killed me. I just realized that like years after. She killed me. Right, so we do a section of this podcast where we analyze people's dramas. I'm a great relationship advisor. We analyze people's dramas. It is literally one of my favorite bits of the podcast. And this one right now is short and sweet. Last week we had uh, a girl was working with her uh, ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend. No, I heard. Um, I heard the drama. The drama. (gasps) This week, this week is a little cheating scandal. <laughs> okay. I know people really come in with the drama into the emails and the DMs. They love it. Um. Anyways, in a nutshell, long story short, mm-hmm. someone is messaging a girl who is anonymous, mm-hmm. obviously for obvious reasons. Someone is messaging this girl that clearly has a boyfriend that is very open about their relationship on the socials, mm-hmm. but is messaging my girl in a you know flirtatious way so what do we do in that situation where you as the person not in the relationship is receiving these messages Mm -hmm. from someone that's very open about the fact they have a Mm -hmm. girlfriend what do we do i straight away Mm -hmm. would say collect your receipts oh collect the receipts make sure you've got the messages yeah in case you don't know what's going to happen Mm-hmm. You don't want to get dragged into this drama. No. And you say to them, if they're continuing to, in the, in the email it said, continuing to message. Mm. I say, if you don't want it, you block her. Mm-hmm. And you tell them, shut up, blood. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Is it getting to the point where it's annoying? As in like, she's repeatedly trying to make something happen and whoever is receiving them does not want that to happen. I'm getting that vibe. That is the right. vibe I got. If it's getting to the point where blocking isn't enough because they find other resources, right? Because uh, people have been there. People oh, have, yeah. I know many people oh, who yeah. have received emails. Emails. Like, like that's when you know- We transfers. <laughs> <laughs> we transfers. We transfers. We transfers. You know, <gasps> people doing airdrops, people doing all the big uh, things to try and get at people. You've just got to say, listen, this is not for me. You've got yourself a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Be happy. I mean, at this point, right. <laughs> this is my advice. <laughs> this is my Mariana. advice. Uh, if it's getting to the point where it's annoying, I would tell them that you are not receiving the message, the person receiving the message. You are not the um solution to their shitty relationship and then i would leave 
And then you would leave. I would make that very clear that they are clearly in Unhappy. a relationship that does not make them that does not make them feel fulfilled. Uh, you are not the solution to that. Bye. Bye. Listen. Period. Self love, self worth. You know. Listen. If you fancy them, maybe in a few years' time they might be single, and you could try it. No. 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 <laughs> yeah. No. Do you know how many people live in London? Do you know how many? Do, uh, uh, honestly. And I mean, there's too too many fish in the sea. I just find this whole this whole drama thing that I get sent every week. I find it hilarious. Has there been like bad, bad like bad bad? Um, like I, something that could. I mean, I don't know if you could. <laughs> something that could not make the air. Like, um, I've had some. Uh, I've had some that are like. Um, I don't know if that is the right story to tell on the podcast because some of them are quite explicit some of them are quite you know they're quite um, <laughs> if you all could see Billy's they're, face. they're quite graphic as oh. I could say okay um maybe at one point I'll do a really x-rated episode yes um, where we just talk about all the things but um, oh my god you should do it in the first first day of <laughs> you should do it in summer and call it the Anne Summers episode the Anne Summers episode I'm actually dying the x-rated episode guys but like I said this is my favourite part of this <laughs> this thing so solution to your problem tell them fuck off yeah tell them the door's there <laughs> <laughs> the door's the there. End. The, the end. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Um, no, but keep sending in your juicy stories. When I tell mm -hmm. you, they can be about relationships, work, school, just anything juicy that we can analyze. Agony aren't up in here, right? Mm -hmm. That's it. That's all I want to hear. So you can e you can either email me at nowonevers2021 at gmail.com, send them hey. in, or you can DM me at nowonevers underscore on Instagram or Billy Luke Nevers on Instagram, or that's the only option so I don't know what I'm saying <laughs> um, but no honestly get them in you could we transfer yeah, them you could we transfer them to me um, no get them in send them in stay anonymous always stay anonymous we don't bait anyone out here <laughs> we don't do that no names no names no names no names but that brings us to the end of this episode oh my god Mariana, that time went by I know the time went by so quickly Mariana you have literally been a gem on this episode we've spoken about so many important things that i think people are going to really benefit from hearing um but where can we find you instagram twitter all the things tell me all tell the people i mean i have twitter but i don't use it so <laughs> don't use twitter. uh instagram at mariana with two n's before the last a underscore cfr i mean in in Billy's it links, be in, it will be, be in the links. Um, or you can find me on TikTok. Yes, Mariana Kafor. And Mariana Kafor. <laughs> that, that's where you're gonna find you her on the can TikTok. Find my Depop shop. Yes. Quickly before we end this episode. Okay, go, go, go. Quickly before we end this episode, because I said it's the end of the episode. It's not the end of the episode just yet. You have a Depop shop, a vintage pop up shop. I do. Shout it out. Shout it out. At Puka Fun Vintage on Instagram or on Depop at Puka Fun. That's P-U-C-A-F-U-N. And vintage. I sell some cool vintage finds and some of my old clothing and 
you know, I make it look cute and I try. And the content on the page <laughs> is cute as damn hell. So everyone go follow that. Follow all Mariana's links. But Mariana, thank you so much. Thank you for much. having me. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Mariana. I have been Billy Nevers on Now or Nevers with Billy Nevers. That was episode three. And I'm signing out. Bye. Peace. <laughs> imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.